Vintage Vegas Dining, Gaming Lounge, and Piano Bar on East Flamingo at Pecos. My Auto Service, serving Las Vegas since 2009. The Lodge family's offering $14.95 smog checks and synthetic blend oil changes. Call 702-242-5432. Let our friendly staff know you're friends of the Lodge family. My Auto Service. When the whole world seems to be in a state of confusion, Andy Vieira and Mark Thomas help you sort it out. Join the club. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. Broadcasting live from the world-famous Las Vegas Strip, this is Live and Local with Kevin Wall on AM 670 KMZQ. Talk radio done right. Tell you what let's do. Let's get to your phone calls. You want to join us, we'll be a part of the show, 844-2-NEVADA. That's 844-263-8232. Let's begin with Lewis. Lewis, you're up and you're on live and local. I'm glad you called. Hi. Hey, Kevin. Yeah, you know, first off, I am a, I'm a huge Trump guy. Um, and if you gave me DeSantis and Trump, it would really, really be hard for me to pick. But I would still pick Trump. Um, I, and this is just my opinion and how I see it. I think the main, the, the, the media sources, everybody, is, is really not taking the American people into effect. They, they, they want to uh, manipulate people like we have been for, for many, many years. I believe that the same thing that everybody hates about Donald Trump is the exact same thing that people love about Donald Trump. What is that? That is, he says the quiet things out loud, and he at least gives you the, the feeling that you are being represented and that he is fighting for you, which if that wasn't the case, why is it that they've been trying to get rid of this man for two years? Why are they so threatened by him? That's hey, hey, I, Lewis, 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 they were doing it for the previous four. From the moment he stepped uh, stepped on that escalator at Trump Tower in 2015, they've been trying to get right. rid of him since then. Correct. And there's a reason for it. It's just, you know, we can say what you want. He's crap. He's not well-spoken. He's fat. He's orange. Everything you want. But you know what? The proof is in the pudding. His policies, everybody was prospering from them. People didn't feel good about some of the things he said. But, you know, that that's why I think the independents are going to have to be like, okay, is it Joe Biden or Donald Trump again? Well, I didn't like Trump before, but at least I had money in my pocket. And believe it or not, there was world peace. Uh, do I want to continue paying $9 for eggs and the potential of another world war? Or do I want to just deal with somebody that makes me feel a little uncomfortable and I can provide for my family and know that there's peace in the world? I think that's what it's going to come down to. Um, hey, Lewis. Kevin, I've, I've now... Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just going to say, I'm running uh, to the top of the hour here, so I, I, I've got to... Got to move on, but hey, thank you, man. Thank, and, and, thank, and, thank and, you for your time, sir. And, and by the way, by the way, Lewis makes a good point. 
a lot of people have said uh, we, we'd like to have uh, the Trump policies, but not Trump. And Lindsey Graham has come out and said, you can't have one without the other. Uh, America is just going to have to, to buck up and, uh, you know, make the make the choice. Make the choice. Which do you want? Lewis makes a pretty good point. Stay with us. More to do as we continue on AM 670 KMZQ, where news is next. taxes to the IRS, you haven't filed your taxes in a while, or you have a lien against you or your business, there is hope. Hey, Kevin Wall here. Whether you've been audited or face any number of other tax issues, turn to my friends at New Hope Tax Defense. Don't lose any more sleep. New Hope Tax Defense has helped doctors, attorneys, and many others reduce their tax debt and get their business back on track. If you have any questions about how to report your cryptocurrency investments or your gambling wins or your employment taxes or any other tax question, call New Hope Tax Defense. New Hope is not a call center. When you call, you'll speak directly with one of their tax professionals right here in Las Vegas. They aim to resolve your issues, not put you on a payment plan that could take a lifetime to pay off. Call New Hope Tax Defense, 702-483-0220. That's 702-483-0220. Or check them out at newhopetaxdefense.com. Call right now, 702-483-0220. Live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa Studios. From the world-famous Las Vegas Strip. AM 670 KMCQ, Las Vegas. Locally owned and operated by Kemp Broadcasting and Digital Outdoor. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Nearly all Federal Reserve policymakers agreed early this month to slow the pace of the Fed's rate increases to a quarter point, with only a few supporting a larger half-point hike. The minutes from the Fed's last meeting said that most of the officials supported the quarter-point hike because a slower pace would better allow them to assess the economy's progress toward reducing inflation to their 2% target. Minnesota Department of Transportation spokesperson Ann Meyer is cautioning drivers to stay off the roads until a massive winter storm passes and until they can get them cleaned up. You just don't want to find yourself caught out there because these are dangerous maybe even life-threatening conditions when we're looking at some of what we're facing. Brutal winter weather is hammering the northern U.S. with whiteout snow, dangerous wind gusts, and bitter cold. It shut down roadways, closed schools, and businesses, and prompted dire warnings for people to stay home. It's contributed to more than 1,200 canceled flights across the country by mid-morning, according to tracking service FlightAware. Also at townhall.com, Palestinian officials say 10 Palestinians killed and an Israeli military raid in the occupied West Bank. In sound from amateur video footage, army vehicles appear to fire tear gas canisters in Anablus Street, the video showing black smoke rising from a nearby building. Palestinian officials say a 72-year-old man is among the dead. The Israeli military says its troops were operating in Nablus, but has provided no further information. Over 50 Palestinians have been killed in the West Bank and East Jerusalem since the start of 2023. I'm Charles Duladesma. The Dow finished 94 points lower, but the Nasdaq was up 14. 
More on these stories at townhall.com. And it's Prager here. Sue and I mean it. Dogs are part of our family. We love Otto and Snoopy so much, there's nothing quite like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens. In fact, I just talked to my wife about it because we want them to be healthy and we want them to be with us as long as possible. That's true. I know Sebastian Gorka feels the same way. The Pragers and I couldn't agree more. Our pups, Killian and Leia, rely on us to provide what's best for them. And naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black has packed rough greens full of vitamins minerals, digestive enzymes, omega oils, and more that supplement their food in a way that has shown us great results. Trying out Rough Greens is an easy yes, recommended by me, Dr. G. Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black here, and I'm so proud that the Pragers and Sebastian Gorka have entrusted their dog's health to Rough Greens. I'm so confident that Rough Greens can help your dog. I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, your dog's food is dead food, but you can bring it back to life with Rough Greens. Go to RUFFgreens.com. Victor deployed for the first time to Afghanistan in 2003. At 4 in the morning, my phone rang. They said, I regret to inform you that your husband was wounded in action. Victor sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. I was doing school full-time, and I was also then caring for Victor. One of the most important elements of caregiving is taking care of yourself. I just didn't want to forget that I also had goals and that I also had a life. What I did is I challenged Victor to meet me halfway. There are almost six million military and veteran caregivers across the nation. We have our own journey and we can fulfill that journey at the same time that we are helping our loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving for a free military veterans guide to navigate your caregiving journey and better care for your loved one and yourself. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Las Vegas Rock. Hear about the must-sees, but wanna eat, and go behind the scenes. Insider Ron Garrett keeps the Vegas vibe alive every Saturday afternoon at 5. Las Vegas Rock on AM 670 KMZQ. It's 104. This is your KMZQ News I'm Jim Dallas. Powerful winter storm swept through southern Nevada yesterday, and it's led to closures today in the Las Vegas Valley. The Nevada Department of Motor Vehicles announced on Twitter that its Sahara office is going to be closed because of power outages. Now, they will be honoring missed appointments on a walk-in basis over the next two weeks. So if you missed your appointment today, you have the next two weeks to walk in, and they will honor that. Well, your power bill is about to go up again. Envy Energy has filed its quarterly rate adjustment with the Public Utilities Commission, asking for an average rate increase of 1.5% starting in April. Company officials say the rate hike will cover increased fuel costs. The filing says a single-family customer would experience an increase of 1.26%. That's $2.42 on the monthly bill. The rate hike would be the fourth straight quarter that Envy Energy is increasing its rates to Nevadans. Southwest Gas is also expected to seek a rate increase. That was a busy day for Clark County School District Police yesterday where they recovered four firearms at several different schools. We'll have more on that next hour. KMZQ on-time traffic is powered by Meineke Car Care Centers. Right now, get a basic oil change for only $29.95. Meineke, doing car care right. 
Yeah, it looks like you'll uh, tap the brakes there on the Southern Beltway as you approach Interstate 15. That would be 215 westbound at Gillespie. Also, watch for crashes westbound Cactus at Rainbow, Boulder Highway at Harmon, and University Center at Tropicana. Mr. President, it's time to get to work. Surely we both agree that the national debt is too high. Surely we both agree that inflation hurts American families. Surely we can trim waste and streamline programs to make them both stronger and more efficient. Congressional Republicans are ready to act, to save our country, and to make America stronger. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Wall. Hour number two of Live and Local for a Wednesday. It's an Ash Wednesday in the Catholic Church uh, as uh, we begin Lent. Uh, for, for those of you, uh, in your office space, uh, you head back and you see people with ashes on their forehead. Uh, it's a, it happens every year and some people wear them with pride. Others wash them off, but that's fine. Either way. Um, it's always good to have somebody that knows a lot about a lot of different things. And that's the case with Drew Johnson. He's the former candidate for the Clark County commission. Uh, he is a, a senior fellow national center of, uh, public policy research. He is a columnist. You see his stuff on Newsmax and Town Hall. Uh, he is Drew Johnson, and he uh, joins us. Drew, how you been, my friend? Great. It's good to talk to you. Um, you've been you've been writing a lot about uh, a lot of different stuff, but I, I want to delve into one thing that has come up uh, before the session began, now that the session is underway, the uh, uh, 82nd uh Nevada legislature, and that is uh, occupational licensing. It's something that I know the folks at NPRI have been championing for for a long, long time. Are, are we finally uh, ready to, to ease up on, on occupational licensing? It seems like we've got the right governor in place, at least. One of the first things that Governor Lombardo did after he took office was uh, he filed an executive order saying that uh, occupational licensing boards, of which there are 70 or 80 in the state, can't come up with new regulations to make it even harder for uh, a small business owner, an entrepreneur, to uh, get a license. And the sort of licenses we're talking about uh, aren't things that preserve health and safety. They're basically just barriers to entry uh, for uh, for working people, for blue-collar people. The, the best example I can give in Nevada and we've got 75 occupations that are licensed, but the best one I can give that is just an example of how stupid they can get is with interior design, one of only three states in America that requires a license, requires schooling, requires a fee for interior design. And the argument is that it's for safety, but I think everybody who's an interior designer would be smart enough to know not to put a pillow in front of a fireplace or whatever safety issue we've got with interior design. That that is amazing. Why is it that some in government and I, I 
I tie this to the uh, Democrats, believe it or not, uh, that why why they want to inhibit uh, small business people from succeeding or, or, or at least putting more challenges in their way to success. That's exactly what it comes down to is it's a barrier to entry to uh, to basically people being able to live their American dream. And, you know, a lot of it is um, union related. A lot of it is Democrat. But the biggest problem are people who do that business to begin with, people who are uh, incumbent. Uh, we'll use that example again with the interior design. So the interior design uh, folks got together and created a lobby and they just decided that if they made it so that new people had to pay you know, a thousand dollar fee and go to school for 50 hours, that it would make it so that there are fewer interior designers and be able to boost their uh, their costs. It basically is a cartel they're creating. And so it really is just bad actions by bad actors to, to make things more expensive. And of course, we're the ones who have to end up uh, paying the price. And Nevada is the worst in the nation when it comes to the number of licenses we have like this. I'm I'm curious, in other states where they have done this, has it had the same impact, the same adverse impact? Absolutely. So a lot of other states, uh, thanks to groups like uh, the Institute for Justice, who's very involved in this, go through and try to cut back on some of these uh, licenses and regulations. As I mentioned, in Nevada, we have the most number of occupations that are licensed. Uh, it takes 883 days in average to earn a uh, license in Nevada to get the schooling, the education. The national average is 350. And so I, a good example of this is with cosmetology. If you wanted to cut hair, dye hair, you know, be a cosmetologist in California, it's a thousand hour class. In Nevada, it's 1,600 hours, and you're going to have a hard time convincing me that somebody is safer uh, getting their hair, you know, cut or permed or dyed or or washed, whatever, braided. or washed, exactly, or washed, exactly. So all it does is, you know, most cosmetologists, my sister is a is a nail tech. Uh, we grew up in a trailer. We, uh, you know, worked our butts off to try to make something out of out of our lives, and she had to go through all these hurdles. Uh, just to be a nail tech. Uh, so it's, it does nothing to make people safer. Uh, but here in Nevada, we're the, the number one most egregious state when it comes to keeping people out, basically just so people can have uh, cartels and barriers to entry uh, and make more money themselves. What are the chances of codifying what is now an executive order? And, and, do, know, we, and, and, and do we need to do that? A, the answer is yes, and we need to go further than that. We need to not only prevent new uh, regulations from being created, but we need to go back and get some of these off the books. Uh, these, <laughs> you know, there's locksmith, animal trainer, home entertainment installer. So if somebody puts up a, you know, a sound bar in your house, they're supposed to have uh, a license. I mean, that's what the Better Business Bureau is for, and that's what we can do with Yelp reviews and things like that at this point. A lot of this is just unnecessary in the world that we live in. Uh, but to answer your question, Kevin, I think that um, you know, Governor Lombardo is on the right track. The problem is you have all these people from these, uh, from these professions who say, oh, no, I went through this. Everybody else should, too. And so we have to get over that mindset of, of the lobbyists and, and the people who are you know, the squeaky wheels, basically, uh, because ultimately if we can reduce some of these requirements, 
I'm not saying that cosmetologists shouldn't have a license and shouldn't have education. What I'm saying is maybe it should be more in line with the rest of the country. Maybe it should be 800 hours, 1,000 hours rather than 1,600. And so if we start looking at that, I think we're going to have an opportunity to reduce some of these burdens and get more of these people. I mean, it's so hard in Nevada to draw people here to do a lot of these sorts of services, uh, be it uh, construction or uh, I'm on the state board of optometry. We actually just passed a rule on our board that made it so that we can't do mobile optometry, remote optometry, which can be done safely and effectively, and it made it to where rural areas that don't have access to optometrists, they're basically out of luck. And so we've got to really take a look at how we do licensing and, and make it more, make it so that more uh, people who want to get in business can. Again, Drew Johnson joining us, the former candidate for uh, Clark County uh, Commission. Uh, but let me just ask you, if, if Greg Hafen had been uh, successful uh, with uh, uh, Assembly Bill 88, um, you know, which is a voter ID bill. If if we had voter ID, true voter ID in our state, uh, do you think you would have won your race? You know, awkward, I lost awkward, about awkward pause. 30, yeah, I lost about three hundred and thirty-six votes out of one hundred and ten thousand votes. Uh, I, I don't know yes or no. You know, I don't know how much. Uh, shenaniganry, as I, as I like to say, was involved. Uh, I think the bigger problem was really um, we didn't have enough Republicans turn out. Um, but I would love to see Hafen's bill. Uh, I just read the last thing I read before I called in to talk to you was a, a study about voter ID that showed that it didn't favor either party over the other. So the, the Democrats sort of whining that, oh, no, it's going to hurt us. That's just not true. And I would love to see voter ID I mean, you have to have an ID to get a COVID shot. You have to get an ID to, to go to the bank, I mean, have an ID to go to the bank. So it just makes sense. And if it's so hard to get an ID in this state, then we need to focus on making it easier because it just completely makes it impossible for someone to live life if they don't have access to an ID. So I think absolutely. I mean, in a perfect world, we don't have universal mail ballot. There are a lot of issues that come with that. We don't have ballot harvesting. But I think it's just common sense when you have those sorts of things, you have to have some sort of uh, way to prevent people from grabbing ballots out of the trash can and scribbling a name on the back. Uh, It's just common sense. Uh, It'll be interesting to see how uh, his bill, uh, if it even gets a hearing, um, it's, it's Assembly Bill 88, and uh, and it's and it's all about uh, voter ID. And, and even if you want to go look for an apartment, you have to show your ID, and they keep your ID while you go and look at uh, an open apartment. It, it's just it it baffles the the mind why they do this. Uh, I know a lot of people have asked me, and and, and I'll I'll ask you. Uh, what about your political future? You are an up-and-coming star in the Republican Party uh, here in the state of Nevada. Uh, you lost by just a handful of votes, as you mentioned. Um, what about your future? You know, it's, it's up in the air. Uh, we've got some time to decide if there's, uh, you know, something that would be a good fit for me. Uh, I will say that, you know, what I do for a living, I'm very proud that, you know, through the the research I do and the things I write and, and being able to talk to folks like you, you know, I'm able to advance freedom, to uh, fight for free market, limited government principles, uh, like lowering some of these uh, licensing regulations. 
And so if I can do that effectively through my job now, that's great. If there's some opportunity uh, and the public wants me to uh, to run for something, I would certainly consider that. But uh, no, no uh, decisions have been made uh, yet. But, uh, you know, I'm keeping options open. I like that. I like that. Uh, we are into uh, week three of the uh, 82nd Nevada legislature. And I'm just curious what you think of what you've seen from our uh, governor, from Republicans in the assembly and the state Senate. And are we going to get anything done or is it going to be gridlock? You know, frankly, when you've got a super uh, minority in one, one house of the legislature and only one vote from that uh, in the other it, it gridlock is probably preferable to some of the crazy things that I've seen that the uh, Democrats want to try to achieve. But, uh, you know, I've been uh, pretty impressed at this point with uh, Governor Lombardo. I think that he'll veto things that are really bad. Uh, you know, education spending wise, I wish he had sort of um, not given away the farm on day one. Uh, but, uh, you know, I understand he's wanting to, to be able to work with Democrats. But I do think that there's some opportunities for Democrats and Republicans to work together. Licensing reform is actually a really good example. Um, there's a bill uh, that uh, Lieutenant uh, Governor Salvos Anthony proposed that would actually streamline licenses for uh, state business and uh, state, state city, city and county. Of course, here in Clark County, we've got county licenses, and then you also have to get city licenses uh, for a lot of different occupations and professions and businesses. And so you have to stop, you know, downtown in, in uh, Vegas and Clark County. And then if you live in Mesquite or if you live in North, North Vegas or Henderson or uh, Laughlin or somewhere, you have to go to that city too. So hopefully they can come up with a way to streamline that and make a one-stop shop. And that's that's the sort of bill that I can see passing. I don't think we're going to see any uh, revolutionary ideas that lower taxes or make it easier to do business. But I do think that we can do something like that where we make it a little bit easier to own a small business, maybe have a little bit more school choice. Those are the, the sorts of things that I could see happening. Well, I, I, you, you touched on the school choice. Uh, your thoughts on school choice, and is it something that, that we can go to the legislature and get fixed, or or is it something that we are going to have to go around the legislature and go directly to the uh, voters in Nevada with some sort of initiative? You know, we've already passed a, a school choice bill here in Nevada. Unfortunately, it was written in a way that allowed uh, the teachers union uh, and the Democrats who are beholden to teachers unions and are more interested in making sure that the very worst teachers keep their jobs than, you know, students get good education. Uh, they were able to take the money out of that. Hopefully, if the state legislature isn't willing to have some sort of school choice, uh, then voters can take it into their own hands. I and mean, obviously, it's just common sense that every student should have the right to go to a school or obtain the sort of education that fits their learning style the best. Uh, there are some kids who, uh, you know, it's just not appropriate to go to a, a normal school. It doesn't fit what they do. There are kids who live in terrible neighborhoods and just have terrible schools and bad teachers. And every student in Nevada deserves to have access if if uh, their parents want them to have a, a better education they deserve access to it i've talked to gosh a ton of teachers uh, mostly at the elementary school level uh, first second third grade 
And the thing I hear more often than not is this cannot be fixed. You know, this 49th and 50th in the in the country thing, it's something that's going to continue no matter how much money, whether you throw, you know, two billion or six billion at education, it's not going to work. Do you think it's can we can we salvage education in our state? Not unless we make major changes, because we've seen that when you throw more money at education, you don't receive the sort of benefit that you'd expect. If you put the best uh, school districts in America, if you put the best scoring states in America on education on a graph, you would see that the school spending goes up and down and it's everywhere. There's no correlation between school spending and educational outcome. And so we need to stop that, that myth. I mean, we need to be honest with ourselves. What improves schools are paying great teachers well. I mean, there's, there's no doubt that to get good teachers, we have to pay them well. We have to be able to fire bad teachers and hold them accountable, which we don't do now because the whole system is beholden to the teachers union. And the teachers union doesn't work for good teachers. Their job isn't to make sure that good teachers get paid well. It's to make sure that the bad teachers get to stay in their job. So we've got to change our mindset with that. But we've got to have school choice because ultimately, if there are more charters, if there are, you know, opportunities for lower income kids to go to better schools, be it public with open enrollment or private with some sort of a uh, a tuition voucher or ESA, that sort of competition creates better education. It works in every single industry you can think of when there's more competition. Ultimately, the consumers are the ones who benefit, and it would work the same here with education. But if we just keep throwing billions of dollars at the same old broken system, uh, it's not going to fix anything. I love reading your stuff, whether it's Newsmax or Town Hall or whatever it might be. Uh, Thank you so much. It's always great to have you on. 